Section three of the Growth of Love by Robert Bridges. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Sonnets thirty one to forty five. Thirty one. My lady pleases me, and I please her. This know we both, and I besides know well wherefore I love her, and I love to tell my love as all my loving songs aver. But what on her part could the passion stir, though it is more difficult for love to spell? Yet can I dare divine how this befell, nor will her lips deny it if I err. She loves me first because I love her, then loves me for knowing why she should be loved, and that I love to praise her, loves again. So from her beauty both our loves are moved, and by her beauty are sustained nor when the earth falls from the sun is this disproved. 32. In all things beautiful, I cannot see her sit or stand, but love is stirred anew. Tis joy to watch the folds fall as they do, and all that comes is past expectancy. If she be silent, silence let it be. He who would bid her speak might sit and sue the deep-browed Phidian Jove to be untrue to his two thousand years' solemnity. Ah, but her launched passion, when she sings, wins on the hearing like a shapen prow borne by the mastery of its urgent wings. Or, if she deign her wisdom, she doth show she hath the intelligence of heavenly things, unsullied by man's mortal overthrow. 33. Thus to be humbled, tis that ranging pride no refuge hath, that in his castle strong brave reason sits beleaguered, who so long kept field, but now must starve where he doth hide, that industry, who once the foe defied, lies slaughtered in the trenches, that the throng of idle fancies pipe their foolish song, where late the puissant captains fought, and died thus to be humbled tis to be undone a forest felled a city raised to ground a cloak unsewn unwoven and unspun till not a thread remains that can be wound and yet o lover thee the ruined one love who hath humbled thus hath also crowned thirty four i care not if i live though life and breath have never been to me so dear and sweet. I care not if I die, for I could meet, being so happy, happily my death. I care not if I love, to-day she saith she loveth, and love's history is complete. Nor care I if she love me, at her feet my spirit bows, entranced, and worshippeth. I have no care for what was most my care, but all around me see fresh beauty born, and common sights grown lovelier than they were. I dream of love, and in the light of morn tremble, beholding all things very fair, and strong with strength that puts my strength to scorn. 35. O oh, my goddess divine, sometimes I say, now let this word for ever and all suffice. Thou art insatiable, and yet not twice can even thy lover give his soul away. 
and for my acts that at thy feet i lay for never any other by device of wisdom love or beauty could entice my homage to the measure of this day i have no more to give thee lo i have sold my life have emptied out my heart and spent whate'er i had till like a beggar bold with naught to lose i laugh and am content a beggar kisses thee nay love behold i fear not thou too art in beggarment thirty six all earthly beauty hath one cause and proof to lead the pilgrim soul to beauty above yet lieth the greater bliss so far aloof that few there be are weaned from earthly love joy's ladder it is reaching from home to home the best of all the work that all was good whereof twas writ the angel's eye up clomb down sped and at the top the lord god stood but i my time abuse my eyes by day centred on thee by night my heart on fire letting my numbered moments run away nor e'en twixt night and day to heaven aspire so true it is that what the eye seeth not but slow is loved and loved is soon forgot thirty seven already far have we sailed out to sea enough have proved our bark and hear the roar of tempest over nigh that more and more rages and lightens on the whitened lee see how with naked masts the tall ships flee like frighted phantoms from the dangerous shore and not a boat contrives with sail or oar to stem the foundering waves how then shall we now time it is to make for port and haste in safety with the joy our perils earn but let us bow that first the shrine be graced of him who moves and draws all souls that yearn with fair memorials of devotion placed for venturous voyage and for safe return thirty eight the bliss that adam lost eating in haste he lost not all for what he had he had and still his sons are born as pure and glad as he when first by god in eden placed but what he took for them daring to taste he won outright whether for good or bad and in his footsteps all must issue sad out of their garden exiled and disgraced and therefore knowledge hath two hands with one pressed to her prisoned heart that mourns and yearns she guards her first-born joy and shares with none but with her busy right she moves and turns all tangible things or gazing on the sun shades her adventurous eye and ever learns thirty nine o oh, my life's mischief once my love's delight that drewest a mortgage on my heart's estate whose baneful clause is never out of date nor can avenging time restore my right whom first to lose sounded that note of spite whereto my doleful days were tuned by fate that art the well-loved cause of all my hate the sun whose wandering makes my hopeless night thou being in all my lacking all i lack 
It is thy goodness turns my grace to crime, thy fleetness from my goal which holds me back. Wherefore my feet go out of step with time, my very grasp of life is old and slack, and even my passion falters in my rhyme. 40. At times, with hurried hooves and scattering dust, I race by field or highway, and my horse spare not, but urge direct in headlong course unto some fair far hill that gain I must. But near arrived the vision soon mistrust, rein in, and stand as one who sees the source of strong illusion, shaming thought to force from off his mind the soil of passion's gust. My brow I bear then, and with slackened speed, can view the country pleasant on all sides, and to kind salutation give good heed. I ride as one who for his pleasure rides, and stroke the neck of my delighted steed, and seek what cheer the village inn provides. 41. An idle June day on the sunny Thames, floating or rowing, as our fancy led, now listening to sweet things the young birds said, and choosing now a nosegay from the gems the star the embroidery of the bank that hems the current that our skiff from Henley sped, to where the Clifton woods or maidenhead bar its dull surface with their mirrored stems. I would have life, thou saidst, all as this day, simple enjoyment, calm in its excess with not a grief to cloud, and not a ray of passion over-hot my peace to oppress, with no ambition to reproach delay, nor rapture to disturb its happiness. 42. Whether it be happiness to have enough, and fear no want, while most are poorly fed, to bring untired limbs to an easy bed, while any workman's couch is cold and rough, and whether honour be of such dull stuff as likes the peace for which a brother bled, and virtue yet untried in comfort bred, can know her name, and feel no self-rebuff. Or if to yield themselves to worse and worse, were truly solace for the hearts that chafe, since their nobility would choose the curse, rather to be than once to ride the waif, or hear the laugh. O oh, blame not my poor verse, that it is sad, while comfort still is safe. 43. A man that sees by chance his picture, made as once a child he was, handling some toy, will gaze to find his spirit within the boy, yet hath no secret with the soul portrayed. He cannot think the simple thought, which played upon those features, then so frank and coy. Tis his, yet oh, not his, and o'er the joy his fatherly pity bends in tears, dismayed. Proud of his prime, may be, he stand at best, and lightly wear his strength, or aim it high, most master now of all he e'er possessed. Yet in the pictured face a charm doth lie, the one thing lost more worth than all the rest, which seeing he fears to say, This child was I. 44. Tears of love, tears of joy, and tears of care, Comforting tears that fell uncomforted, Tears o'er the newborn, tears beside the dead, 
Tears of hope, pride and pity, trust and prayer. Tears of contrition, all tears whatsoe'er, Of tenderness or kindness, had she shed Who here is pictured, ere upon her head The fine gold might be turned to silver there. The smile that charmed the father hath given place Unto the furrowed care wrought by the son. But virtue hath transformed all change to grace. So that I praise the artist, who hath done a portrait for my worship of the face, won by the heart, my father's heart that won. 45. If I could but forget and not recall so well my time of pleasure and of play, when ancient nature was all new and gay, light as the fashion that doth last in thrall. Ah, mighty nature, when my heart was small, nor dreamed what fearful searchings underlaid the flowers and leafy ecstasy of May, the breathing summer sloth, the scented fall. Could I forget, then, were the fight not hard, pressed in the melee of accursed things, having such help in love and such reward? But that tis I who once, tis this that stings, once dwelt within the gate that angels guard, where yet I'd be had I but heavenly wings. End of section three.